Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way, because yes, there is a right way. Each week, we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high-frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode. Have you ever seen those funny memes online about people who like to work out in the gym? And it's kind of a joke where they'll show someone who has really, really big arms, but really skinny legs. And they say something like, friends don't let friends skip leg day or something like that. And so basically they're pointing out that if you have a really strong upper body, but you don't have a strong lower body, then you're a little bit unbalanced. And it's really important to work on both. Now, I know that is a random introduction, but that is the way I think about reading and spelling when it comes to teaching our kids. A lot of people will just focus on reading. They'll focus on reading words and reading high frequency words, which are sometimes called sight words. And if their child can read, they can look at the words on the page and read them, then they think they're good. Like that is like upper body day. They're big and strong in the upper body and they can read these words. But a lot of people will skip spelling. That's what I consider the leg day. We don't want to skip that leg day part. We want to include spelling. Spelling is so important. It is in this relationship with reading that it is something that we can't skip. Reading is what we call decoding, being able to look at the words on the page and read those words. But spelling is what we call encoding, being able to actually spell the words without seeing them. It's like an upper body and a lower body day. You don't want to skip either. In case you don't know me, my name is Erin. I'm from littlestufflearning.com. I am a former classroom teacher. I am also a sub and a tutor, and I spend my time teaching little ones how to read and teaching parents and teachers how to teach little ones how to read correctly. So in today's video, I wanted to highlight the importance of spelling, and we do this in something called dictation. So I am gonna to explain to you what dictation is, why it's important and why this is something we don't want to skip when we are doing our reading instruction with our kids. So dictation is just a term that means we are asking our little ones to spell a word or a sentence without them looking at it to see if they know how to spell it. This is completely different from spelling tests. I am not giving my students or my kids at home these words beforehand. I am checking to see if they know how to spell these words because they've learned the phonics skill that these words follow. I am not giving them a list to memorize. Traditional spelling tests are very much a waste of time asking our kids to memorize 10 words just so they can spell them on the test on Friday and then by Monday they've forgotten the words. This is not that. Dictation is totally different. So let's say for example, I have just finished teaching my students all about short vowel A. 
and they know all of their consonants and they know short vowel A. So I could ask them to spell words that I haven't practiced with them before, such as cat or map or tap. I can also do nonsense words like naz or zack. Any words, I guess zack is not a nonsense word, it's a name, but any word that follows that short vowel A pattern with consonants that they know, I can ask them to write down for me on their board, and that is dictation. It's not something that they've memorized beforehand, it's just something that, that I am giving to them based on the phonics scale. Or let's say, for example, I have taught them a certain number of high-frequency words. So these are words that sometimes follow the regular phonics pattern, but they don't always. If they follow the regular phonics pattern, we call them flash words. And if they don't follow the regular phonics pattern, we call them heart words. So I would look at all the words that I have taught my students up to this point, and I can ask them to write those words on the board because if they can read them, they should be able to spell them as well. And then the best part about dictation, you can do individual words, but really where you can see the most insight into your child's reading and spelling ability is by giving them an entire sentence, a sentence that includes phonics skills that they have learned in the past and also those high frequency words that you have taught them. So let's say you've taught them some high frequency words and some phonics skills, and they should be able to spell a sentence such as, the cat naps on the mat. If you've already taught them all of those words, and if they could read that sentence easily, they should be able to write it as well. So you would give them a whiteboard, give them a marker, and you would have them write, the cat naps on the mat. Now, if they struggle with their handwriting, that is a clue for you. You don't want to skip that part. Handwriting is so crucial because as they get older in school, they're going to be asked to write more and more sentences. In kindergarten, sometimes they are writing four and five sentences by the end of the year. And that's a lot of words in each sentence. So they need to be fluent with their handwriting. So not only is dictation helping us to see the phonics skills that they know or the high frequency words that they know, it's also helping us to see how their handwriting is so that if there are areas that we can help them improve, we know what those areas are. So let's say your child is able to read that sentence, but they're not able to spell it. What do you do? Take a step back and really focus on those skills of spelling. So number one, you wanna see, can they tap out the sounds in the word that they're trying to spell? Either tap them out with their fingers or tap them out using some sort of sound mat. These sound mats are free to download from my website, littlesloveflearning.com. And I have a whole video talking about how to tap out sounds with the sound mat and with your fingers. So I will link that down below. That's step one. Make sure that they can actually pull apart the sounds in the word and tap out those sounds when they're trying to spell them. And then you can see, okay, if they can do that, can they match up the sounds with the correct letter that spells that sound? Do they have really strong letter sounds, the, the letter, what it looks like, and the sound association with it? So if they're trying to tap out the word clap, can they first hear k and do they know how to spell those sounds? That k would be spelled with a C, and ul would be spelled with an L, and a would be spelled with an A, and p would be spelled with a P. Do they know that? And then third, how is their handwriting? 
is the problem not that they know, they know that the letters and the sounds, they know what letters and sounds go together, but it's the problem that they don't know how to write those on their board. That you can check as well with dictation. So then you'll know, is it the handwriting? Is that what we need to work on? So you don't need anything fancy for this. You just need, I like to use a whiteboard and a marker, a skinny marker. That way it's easier for them to erase if they make mistakes. And that's all you need. You just need a whiteboard and a skinny marker. And then of course, the sentence that you're going to give them. And it has to be a controlled sentence. You cannot give them a sentence with phonics skills that they haven't learned or high frequency words that they haven't learned yet. It has to be what they've learned. If they can read it, I want them to be able to spell it. So let's do an example of this together. So I say to my child, okay, here is your sentence. I would like you to write, the dog sits. First, how many words are in that sentence? The dog sits. So what they can do, if they would like, they don't have to, but they can draw three lines on their board and do their period, because they know that this sentence is gonna end with a period. That way they know that each line is for each word in the sentence, and then they can go back. Okay, my first word is the. How do we spell the? V-uh. I know that T-H spells V, and I know that this is one of my heart words that I've been practicing, that the uh sound is actually spelled with the letter E, the. And if they want, they can put a little heart over that. I don't mind that if it helps them. Their next word, dog, they're gonna tap out the sounds, d-a-g. They're gonna write the letters that spell those sounds, d-a-g. Dog. And our last word is sits. I'm gonna tap out the sounds. S-I-T-S-S-Sits. I'm gonna spell those sounds. S-I-T-S-Sits. And then I'm gonna read it back to myself to make sure that it is correct. The dog sits. That's correct. So that would be an example of dictation. It's super easy and simple. I know that some of you might be thinking, wow, that seems really old school. Like thinking of kids just sitting in their rows of desks with the teacher telling them a sentence and having them write it down, that it's not super fun or that it's not super engaging. And that's not what I want you to think. I don't want you to think, oh my gosh, that's so boring. I want you to think, oh my gosh, what is the insight that we're gonna get into a child's brain if we can see them write down these words? This is not a sentence that we've practiced before. This is not a list of words that they've memorized just to tell me how to spell them on Friday and then forget them on Monday. This is seeing if they've internalized these phonics skills that I've taught them. That if they have internalized this heart word that we've gone over and that they've internalized these short vowels and all of the consonants, and that even if they could do four sound word, that's a lot for a little one who's just learning. So something like this is crucial. Now there's one other tip I wanna give you for dictation because handwriting and writing is so tricky for our kids. If they're having a hard time putting spaces between their words, I think the lines will help, but if they don't wanna draw the lines and they're just writing the words, sometimes it looks like this. We have all of the words in one line like this. Ah, we can't read that. So what I like to do, super cheap, it's very inexpensive, a super quick fix, 
is just get a popsicle stick. This one happens to be green. You can get a tan one. And then I like to have my kids draw a little face on it. So when my son made his, he liked to call it Ready. That was the name he came up with. And so he uses this when he's writing. So he would write, if he was writing this sentence, he would write the, and he knows that's the first word. And then he's gonna put his popsicle stick right here before he starts the first letter of the next word, which would be d. And then he can move it and he can write dog. And then he knows, okay, I need one more word. So I'm gonna get my popsicle stick back, which he calls ready, I told you. And then he's going to write the S, but then he can move it. He doesn't have to keep it on there for the whole word just to get the first letter. And then he can write sits. So that is working really well for him. That works really well for a lot of students because it's called a finger space. And sometimes teachers will just have them put a finger here. You can see that and then write the letter. But sometimes I find that's tricky for them to leave their finger there and write at the same time. It could totally work for your child. So try that finger spaces or get something like a popsicle stick, which is really easy to use, can make it more fun and then have them put it right at the end of that word before they write the letter for the next word. So that's just a little trick that will help with dictation as well. I hope this tip was helpful for you. And I hope that as you're teaching your child to read, you don't neglect their spelling. You absolutely want them to be reading, spelling, and practicing handwriting every day, every day for just a few minutes. It does not have to be long and drawn out. It just needs to be short, quick, practices and that's going to be more effective. So if you are really serious about teaching your child to read, you have to also be serious about teaching them spelling and writing. You want their handwriting to look great and you also want them to understand how to spell these words. So if you can't remember that, just remember friends don't let friends skip leg day. Don't skip the spelling. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at littleslovelearningblog. Happy learning!